0: For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton.
1: Well, Mitch McIntyre, the would you say the starting everyday left fielder for BYU is brought in? He's been in the DH role, and if he's successful there on the mound, uh, I think you're going to see him in that DH role quite
2: a bit this yeah. year, I would think. He's one of our best left-handed pitchers on our staff, and so he's a guy that, as good as he is in left field and a hitter, he's really good on the mound, and you want to be able to use him when you can. Marchese steps in first pitch over for a strike,
1: and of course, uh, you know you, you have the ability to slide him right back into that DH if he throws an inning or two or or an out or two. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the the beauty of uh, of having that DH and having that guy being able to come in. McNew makes a great play at second base, went well up the middle,
2: backhanded, came up, made a good, strong throw, and easily threw Marchesez out at first base. Well, I mean, you can bring him in from left field and pitch, but then he doesn't get a real good opportunity to get warm. So as a DH, he can stay down there in between innings and get loose and then come in and pitch as long as you need. He can pitch a a batter or he can pitch five innings, whatever you want, and then bring him back out and still have your good lineup in.
1: Good pitch there over for a strike at 88. And the thing that makes that decision so tough is how good a defensive player he is in the outfield. Yeah, Probably one of your top defenders on on the
2: roster. He really is.
1: Here's your 0-1.
2: A strike two and, and see that's fastball poured over the outside corner. That's why Coach Littlewood and Coach Bradshaw love Mitch is he's a strike thrower. He commands the zone, has a presence about him, and he's a bulldog up there. He's not scared on the mound. Here's the 0-2, another fastball. This one on the inner half that's fouled off. Yeah, we didn't get an opportunity to, to throw him last year with the way that things went. When he came in, he was came in as a dual guy his freshman year, but he was so good offensively early. It was like, hey, that's what you're going to do. Just do that but uh, this fall we had him throw all fall and he's got a roll here in the bullpen. Pitch Ooh. just
1: missed inside. Ooh. Batter hanging right over the top of the plate and McIntyre just poured one over just off the corner according to Mike Reimer, the uh, home plate umpire. One and two, McIntyre again looks in. He's got the sign from Valdez and the pitch. A little off speed there, check Swing. And it's a ball, two and two, the count. Cougars coming in with uh, having won a five game uh, winning streak, nine of their last ten. They come in 11 and three. And here's the two two. That pitch is up high. Tell us RPI wise right now at Cougars.
2: Well, it's interesting the way RPI fluctuates. When we got done with our series on Saturday with Milwaukee, we were sitting you know, about 41, 42, and then after Sunday's games that were played, we moved to 59th, so it just kind of, wow. it's a weird fluctuation. Popped up
1: high down the left field line. Out goes uh, Cougar third baseman uh,
2: Jackson Clough He catches
1: it in foul territory for the second out.
2: It's a lot of range that Cluff had to to cover there. Boy, tough play and very demonstrative. I love it. I want a guy Calling everybody off i mean there 's no yeah. doubt he was, he was in charge and command there and made the play that 's a nice thing because right now we have three guys in our infield that sh- showed up on campus this fall trying to be the starting shortstop and so and they 're all playing <laughs> out there so they 're really good players that, uh, that can play all three positions and they 're good at it and then, so you have leaders out there that can play that spot it 's nice to see No balls one strike.
1: Two men out. Top of the fourth. Swing and a miss. Well, I've always said that you can never have enough shortstops on your team. I don't care where you put them because they're usually one of your better athletes on the team. And and the Cougars with McNew, with uh, Matthews and Clough, I've I've got three of them out there in the infield. Yes, they do. Swing and a miss. Blew him away. Good inning by McIntyre. And Niagara is retired in order. No runs, hits, or errors. We're through three and a half. 2-1 Niagara over BYU on your W.TV New Skin BYU Sports
0: Network. This is BYU Baseball on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Jackson Clough
1: leads it off for the Cougars. Jackson Jones, the big right-hander, still on the hill. He's been... Outstanding for the Purple Eagles of Niagara. And the first pitch is swung on and missed. For a strike, you can pick us up on your uh, the W.TV network if you want to watch and listen or uh, AM 960 here locally in uh, the Utah area. Ball and a strike to Clough, who flew out to center field his first time up. Here's Jones's pitch. That ball's fouled up and off of Clough. And the count now, one ball and two strikes.
2: Yeah, Klaus really been the bright spot offensively this year. You know, he wasn't really offensive as a freshman. He was more of a defensive right. type guy. He didn't, He struggled a little bit, but he had all the tools to be great. It's nice to see him come back off his mission and just really taking it by storm and been fantastic offensively. One ball, two strikes.
1: And here's Jones' pitch way outside for a ball, especially for a kid just off a mission. Yeah. I mean, gives you a lot of confidence but you're away from the game for two years and boy hitting is so much timing and seeing a baseball you got to give him a lot of credit and a lot of hard work uh, since coming home ball kind of
2: cued off the end of the bat down the third baseline foul well one thing that helped him which we try to tell most of our missionaries is he went on a mission he he got back at the end of June at the end of June so because of that you had all the end of June and all of July to get your body kind of going to get ready for the season. So when he came in the fall, he was in really good shape, which really helped him.
1: 2-2 pitch down low. Again, with Jelilich, he left right after the season, too, yeah. which is really the way to do it if you're going to do is, it yeah. as a freshman. We tell
2: our guys, go out right
1: away. Get back and have, you know, three, four months to, you know, get into a summer league and, and uh, really hone your game. Pitch way outside, all the way back to the screen, and Clough with a leadoff walk.
2: They're really good at bat there. To get down 0-2 and get back to a a walk is a nice leadoff there by
0: Clough.
1: Kringlin will step in now. Keaton uh, saw one pitch, grounded out to the third baseman his first time up there. Keaton, uh, 292 average coming in, the senior. Really, truly a four-year starter for this BYU team as Kringlin fouls that pitch off and out of play. Keaton, I remember coming in as a freshman, didn't have, you know, wasn't a really highly recruited athlete, but boy, he was given a chance and he he took off. Yeah, I he, mean, the kid really had an did. unbelievable freshman year. He really year. did. Freshman All American. I mean, this kid was unstoppable. And now here we are, wow. senior year for uh, Kringland. Great young man, pitches inside for a ball.
2: Yeah, it's kind of funny when he was recruited here. I coached him in the summer for a couple of summers before I got on staff here, and I was like, man, this kid can just hit. I don't care who it is. He might not 100% look the part, but this guy can hit. And I was glad to see him come here and do it when I, I knew he could. Kringlin fouls that one straight back. Well, and the funny story, is, I like to say, is Joel Litch, Brock Hill, Keaton, and Kyle Dean were the freshmen that came in in that class and they were all fighting for that right-field spot. And Jelly got hurt in the fall, actually early spring, which kind of hurt his chances, but then it came down to those three guys, and then then Dean wanted out the gates. He got hurt, and then Kringland took over and was an All-American.
1: Kringland hits this ball, base hit into left field, just past the third baseman. So the Cougars, first two base runners on, a walk and a single. And that will bring to the plate uh, Mitch McIntyre.
2: Yeah, good at bat there with two strikes to hit it through the six hole there for a single and get this uh, inning off to the right start for Mitch, who Mitch coming into last weekend was batting below 150, and his average went up almost 100 points. He had a fantastic weekend, and if we get him swinging like we know he can, it's going to be a real fun second part of the season because that kid is a game changer.
1: 233 average as he steps in. Got a home run, four RBIs, and he squared the bunt, took the pitch outside. Coach Littlewood, thinking think, can sacrifice there, but McIntyre can really run. He can put it down the third baseline. Very tough man to throw out. D.J. McNew is on deck for BYU. As the Cougars, a big week of baseball here in Provo. Three more games after this one. There's a ball grounded foul down the third baseline. They'll take on... Uh, Gonzaga Thursday and Friday night, 6 o'clock, and uh, Saturday at 1. And uh, Gonzaga always brings a good team, especially on the mound.
2: Yes, they do. They, and, uh, they're they picked to the win c- the league by yep, the coaches.
1: Picked to win the league. Cougars, I think, uh, pick sixth, which, uh, boy, you just, you just you can't count on those preseason polls. I've never seen them even close to being right in the West Coast Conference. Yeah, I
2: just like it when we're picked right there.
1: 1-1 one, one pitch, runner go no, runner looked like he was going in the quick throw back behind the runner, Clough, and he was able to dive back into the bag at second base. I think a good throw they might have had him. Clough took about two or three big steps. I don't know if he was thinking he was going to steal a base or if he thought Well, he was, dri- reading the, he
2: was reading the third baseman right there. If the third baseman would have crashed, he'd have just kept going because Mitch was squared to bunt. But because he didn't, he had to get back one of those kind of read plays right there. Two balls and a strike. We've got a right-hander
1: now down throwing for Niagara as Jones in a little bit of trouble here in the fourth. That pitch is inside for ball three.
2: Yeah, like we were talking about those preseason pulls, I mean last year we were picked first and I hated that. It's like you have just this big bullseye on your back the whole entire season. So it's nice to, to be picked in the middle of the pack so you can just go out and play baseball and prove some people wrong.
1: Jones now 48 pitches in this outing. That pitch is inside ball four, and the Cougars have loaded him up on a pair of walks and a single, and that will bring McNew to the plate, Mr. RBI. Well, this is the guy I want up right here. I don't know if I've ever seen 12 RBIs in uh, 20 at-bats, but McNew's right there after been giving that opportunity. Kind of reminds me of Kringlin. He was yeah. so effective that yeah, freshman yeah. year. You give McNew an opportunity. And hey, isn't it funny how some kids, you, you put them in the heat of competition or you put them in a game. Just gamers. And they're different than yeah. they are in inter-squad games it's or So practice. true. McNew grounds this one foul down the third baseline. Boy, great, great play down there by Coach Littlewood.
2: All that working out. Calisthenics, he's still got yeah. the good side-to-side footwork. Just don't want him breaking a finger grabbing one of those ground balls. <laughs>
1: Oh, no balls, one strike.
2: Great time to hit right here for your DJ.
1: McNew fouls this one off back into the screen. Tell us a little about the recruitment of McNew. How did he get to Yeah, coach, coach
2: Herring was on him. He knows a junior college coach really well. McNew was actually a really good basketball player and thought he might go to college for basketball, decided to go to junior college for baseball, and uh, Coach Herring was on that, and we know we were looking for a shortstop because we thought Sneeman might sign. And uh, he popped up and. 0 oh, 2 McNew, base
1: hit. There's one run in. Here comes the second run, and a RB, two RBI single by McNew. And he now with 14 RBIs on the year man dj mcnew just uh, boy he
2: gets up there with guys on base and his lies light up and he gets base hits he just wakes up and wants to hit knock in rbis my goodness great at bat breaking ball right there one that he fouled off the pitch before got that a little bit more elevated and hit it right back up the middle really good piece of hitting but again the interesting story going back to dj now that the you got the head coach taking a mound visit is that uh brent he was supposed to get drafted last year. He was that highly touted out of his junior college. Then he tore his ACL right before the season started. So he didn't get to play one game last year. So he basically fell off the radar of the scouts and all other coaches. So we got on him and was like, hey, this is a guy that, hey, he comes back healthy and he could come in and play short for us. And just had, I mean, Coach Herring went and watched him in the fall. And it was, the BP was like 10 of 12 swings he hit out of the park. And so it was one of those kind of impressive situations and, and now here he is at Coogan we're, we're happy to have him.
1: You know we have an interesting situation The coach has come out he has not made the sign to the bullpen but the bullpen pitcher is about 10 feet away from the mound right now. He, he stopped and he started walking back and uh, number 21 I believe that is uh, Cal Thiel a freshman he's out of Niagara Falls Ontario and the co- now he makes yeah, the he's, move, and he's like, hey, he coach, looks I'm up, here. And, and the reliever's 10 feet away yeah, from him. I've never different. seen that happen. I look at the
2: coach. He's, he's like, hey, what are you doing here? I didn't bring you in. <laughs> uh, at that point, he had to come in. He was on the field. Yeah. I mean,
1: the first base umpire. Oh, that was great.
2: That is one of the weirdest things I've yeah. ever seen. So
1: anyway, uh, let's take a 60-second break. We'll be back with more Cougar Baseball action right after this on your W.TV, New Skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton.
1: All right back here. Cougars have taken a 3 to 2 lead. On a pair of hits and a pair of walks here, still nobody out in the 4th inning. And the new pitcher is uh, as we mentioned Cal Feel T H E A L. Thiel out of Niagara Falls, Ontario. He is a uh, 6-2 Right-handed freshman, Cal Thiel. And uh, Thiel on the year. Let's look at his stats. Cal Thiel, uh, an ERA of just over 10. This will be his fourth appearance all in relief. He's thrown two innings, given up six hits, nine runs. Has walked to, struck out to opponents hitting 400 against Cal Thiel. And... Abraham Valdez, the Cougar catcher, will step in. He had hit his first time up. His average went from 200 to 333 on the air with that base hit. That's limited at-bats right there, but good for Valdez. He bunts the ball right out of Thiel. Thiel up with it. He thought about throwing to third and throws to first. Wow. And threw wildly. Cal Thiel, instead of taking the sure out, little freshman mistake right there, and then he bounced it in. That's an error. Got to be an error on the pitcher. Yeah, bad throw.
2: He had him. He just short-hopped. Good sack bunt though. And great base running by uh, McIntyre. Beat that throw to third, so pitcher all of a sudden had to turn and throw it to first and didn't have a great throw. Bases loaded. Carson Matthews. There's a wild
1: one. Here comes the runner. He'll score. Cougars lead. By a score of 4-2. to two. So Cal Field comes in, commits an error, and then throws a wild pitch. Not a great start for the young freshman. As McNew moves to third base, Valdez to second. After Tyre had scored the third run for the Cougars. Matthews now up there. He's looking at picking up a couple of RBIs. He's got eight on the air, so he's been pretty productive from that uh, nine hole. There's a ball hit right at the second baseman. That's going to score a run. So the Cougars have put four on the board. They now lead
2: by a score of five to two. And that's just a great team at bat there by Carson. Not getting picked, not getting, you know, crazy trying to do something too much. Just hit a ground ball to second and score a run. That's what you need to do there in the nine hole.
1: That'll bring Jelilich now with a runner at third. So, Jelly looking for a big two-out RBI single. And there's a bunt down the third baseline. Looking to a bunt single all the way and just bunted it foul. Jelilich, as we've seen throughout the year, uh, uh, fantastic at putting the ball down and with his speed
2: very very dangerous third baseman about even with the bag. Even if you're that even with the way he can run his bunting skill is just game changing he's so fast here's the 0-1 Jelich takes that one outside we we got him running down to first at a 3-7 the other day which is just so fast Brent one ball one strike to
1: Danny Jelich the sophomore out of Laverne California he is struck out and grounded out, and there's the ball hit down the first baseline. That's in for extra bases. Jellich around first base and easily into second base with a stand-up double, and the Cougars have scored five in the inning. They now lead by a score
2: of 6-2. to two. Yeah, good job right there. Got a fastball in, hit it down the line. Third baseman tried to dive, but just couldn't quite get there. And once that gets by him, it's a guaranteed double with his speed.
1: So smooth, Jelich.
2: You'd never believe that he's big as he is the way he runs. It's a big league body. He could have a future in this game.
1: Brian Sue, the eighth guy to come up in the inning for the Cougars, will now step in. And there goes Jelich. Here comes the throw, and Danny slides in safely. His third stolen base on the year. Got a tremendous jump. He's probably one of those guys on the team that might have a green light in most situations.
2: Yeah, coach is going to give him green light just because, I mean...
1: See on the replay there, if I'm you're watching, watching the replay. on the W, easily head first slide into the third base uh, scored as the nagger brings the um, infield in with just one man out.
2: Yeah, brings who takes the pitch over for a strike. It's just game-changing speed. I mean... Not too many guys can do the things that he can.
1: Put so much pressure on a defense. And that ball's hammered to left. Another base hit. Another run for the Cougars. As Sue with a line drive single. His second hit of the ball game and his second RBI. And the floodgates have opened here in the fourth for the Cougars.
2: Yes, they have. Some really good
1: at-bats. Four base hits in the inning, two walks. And the Cougars have really made the uh, Purple Eagles here pay. As Brock Hale now steps in. And the first pitch to Hale from Cal Thiel is over for a strike. Got to feel a little bit for Niagara. Played a doubleheader yesterday. Going to come back with another doubleheader here today. It's a lot but of they baseball. You were scheduled to play Utah three times this last weekend, and UVU. Is that correct? Yep. And UVU. Ground ball hit out to the shortstop. Throw to first, or throw to second to get the lead runner, and then uh, not able to get Brock Hill at second base. So a fielder's choice. Hale on Sue out at second base, six to three, and that will bring up uh, Jackson Clough, who led this inning off
2: with of a base on balls. You love that as a hitter, Brent, when you get to hit twice in the same inning. That's when you know it's a great inning and your team put up a bunch of runs. First punch
1: to Clough is down low. And, you know, we've, we've talked about speed and we've talked about the Cougars' uh, uh, ability to steal bases. And you, and you look at Clough, you look at McIntyre, you look at Jelilich, you got guys, and you look at Sue. Yeah. Those guys can all really run. I'm probably, and Matthews runs well, too.
2: Pitches up high, ball one. And, and Brock, hey, Brock's no slouch either. He can right. run, too. It's, it's a team that's extremely athletic. It's a different dynamic than we've had in the past. A lot of times we've been a power-type team. This is a speed gap-to-gap gap pressure team, which is making it real fun this year. 2-0 pitch down low, ball three.
1: As Jackson Clough... Flew to center in the first, walked in the fourth. Scored the Cougars' second run of the ball game and their first run here in the inning. And that ball has popped up. First baseman foul territory. Is there and he'll make the catch for the out. Six runs, four hits for the Cougars. No errors. One man left. We're through four complete. 7-2. Cougars leading Niagara on your W.TV New Skin BYU Sports Network.
0: This is BYU Baseball on the New Skin BYU Sports Network.
1: Go to the fifth inning. Cougars leading 7-2 over Niagara. Darian Blanks, Niagara center fielder, steps in, fouls the first pitch off. Brent Norton along with Tuckett Slade here bringing you Cougar baseball here from Provo. Who's had their home opener last week against Milwaukee. Swept that series and pitches over for a strike. First time Mike's side this year for me. Uh, joined by Tuckett Slade, who's been with me for a few years now. And
2: it's great to have you back,
1: Brent. Tuck, good to be back. Pretty much be here for the rest of the year. Miss maybe another series or so, but there's a ground ball hit out uh, Sue. Great play by Sue, and Sue, instead of going to the baggie, Flip the ball to McIntyre,
2: and Blanks, who we've seen, can really run. Well, that's... Beat it out. The, I'll tell you how fast Blanks is. He was beating Mitch McIntyre to the bag, which right. and, and Mitch can really run. But, that uh, yeah, great job. Yeah, Ty goes watching, the runner, it yeah, looks like, yeah.
1: Yeah, Blanks uh, definitely beat it out. Lead off single by uh, Darian Blanks, and that will bring up uh, Dawson Bailey. He is two for two on the day, the leadoff hitting uh, right fielder. Again, big week in uh, Cougar baseball here in Provo with the uh, Bulldogs of Gonzaga coming to town. Pitch is fouled out of play. If you're home looking at the original schedule, the Cougars were scheduled to be in Spokane, fly out uh, tomorrow and play a three-game series up there, but uh, with uh, unbelievable snowpack up in the state of Washington. They called two, three weeks ago and switched it to Provo. And so there will be baseball here in Provo this weekend. Six o'clock Thursday and Friday nights, and Saturday at one. Good chance to come out and watch this team. And looking at the weather last night, it looks pretty promising for for uh, yeah, it could be mid fifties. Yeah,
2: it could be cold on Thursday with the storm coming in tomorrow, but it looks like Friday and Saturday is really good. When I say really good, we're talking like mid forties to fifty, low fifties. That's good for us this time here. Ball on a strike.
1: Yeah, we'll take that in March anytime. Pitches is outside for ball two. Got a chance to catch a little of a game last week, and all I, I turned it on and all I saw was a blizzard. I yeah, moved in.
2: Yes, it did. It, it came in quick too. Unbelievable how quickly that got here on on Friday. Two balls and a strike. Pitch is fouled out of play. Two and two. The count we were just really glad, Brent, that we had the lead after five, so it was a complete game. You know, we fell down like three to one in that game, and I I was talking to Coach Littlewood after the game, and he's like, man, when we were down three to one in the third, I'm like, uh uh-oh. I hope this snow doesn't get here anytime soon, and then offense took off, and, and we had a pretty good lead there at the end of five. So got that victory, which was nice.
1: Two balls, two strikes. Here's the pitch. Ball fouled back over near the Cougar dugout. Cougar's down the customary third baseline. Interesting. Yesterday, Niagara played Utah here in the ballpark with uh, Utah's field unplayable, or maybe they wouldn't let them play. Maybe that's yeah. a better. Yeah. Well, it's kind of weird. It. I was
2: talking to coaches yesterday, and they said that the grounds crew hadn't fully gotten it ready for the season yet, with the the last layer of dirt, and then the rain hit, so they couldn't do it. And then by that time, it was just way too wet.
1: 2-2 two, two pitch, Blank's going, a swing and a miss. Strikeout, throw a, out.
2: Uh,
1: oh, they are calling him out. Interference on the batter.
2: I oh, don't know, it'd be double out. Yeah, interf- be, they're both out.
1: Yeah, they're both out. It was a strikeout and then interference on the batter. And the base runner is also out. So a double play right there.
2: If that counts as a strike him out, throw him out. And how that goes in the book for those scoring at home, you have the, the swinging strikeout and then you'll have the batter's interference
1: you can see the to batter. get the,
2: the runner at first gets out. Yeah, now, walk. if he wouldn't have struck out there, then you would call the batter out, and you would make him go back to first. Right. But because he struck out, you then get two outs out of it.
1: You see the batter there striking out Bailey, and he just walked right across home plate in front of Valdez, who still was able to make yeah. a pretty good throw.
2: It's, it's, it's by rule, though. If you cross that box when the catcher's trying to throw – Keaton Kringlin had a called on him on Saturday, and there was no contact, but his foot was across the box in on top of the plate. So it's basically if that catcher makes that throw, it's almost automatic. You know, it's almost
1: like the slide at second base. Yeah. I mean, if you're not going right into the bag, if yep. you're off the bag by six, eight inches, they're going to call that every time, the double play on the, on the interple- interference at second base. And I think that's one thing that they've really colleges of um, – have tried to do this year, or not, not this year, the last few years, actually. One ball, no strikes. Now the count to uh, Serrano, who is 0 for 2. Fly ball, easy play. Jelic is there, and he is under it, and he makes the play for the out. And the Purple Eagles are retired here in the fifth. We're through 4.5. Cougars lead 7-2 over the Purple Eagles on your W.TV, New Skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is BYU Baseball on the New Skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton.
1: Go to the fifth. Keaton Kringlin steps in. He swings and misses at the first pitch for strike one. Keaton is grounded out, singled, and scored a run so far in the ballgame. Keaton's got his average up to... An even 300 now for his senior year. Squared the bunt. Pulled the bat back just in time. Boy, that was close. Yes, it was. For a ball, I, I thought he went after it, but uh, they actually even appealed it down to the first bunt, umpire, and said, he no, he didn't go. So a ball and a strike. The pitch is outside. Cougars with a big fourth inning as they pushed... Uh, Six runs across the plate. And they, after being behind two to one, that pitch is over for a strike. Pretty good curveball ball by uh, Cal Thiel, who is the uh, second uh, Purple Eagle pitcher that we've seen in the ball game. Here's Thiel's two-two pitch. That's down low on in the dirt. Blake away, pitched one inning for the Cougars. Cougars then uh, brought in the freshman Jake Porter, who threw a couple. And now McIntyre's thrown two. And they've got some people in the bullpen, but nobody throwing right now. The pitch is fouled off by Cougar Keaton Kringlin. And they count uh, three and two. Calfield, the right handed freshman out of Niagara Falls. 3 2 pitch. Kringland hammers one left field base hit.
2: Good piece of hitting there by Keaton. Hit that ball hard.
1: So Kringland leads off the fifth with a single, and that will bring McIntyre to the plate. He's walked and grounded out. Yeah, if you're, you know, with. I mean, when we talk about this DH thing in McIntyre and, and, uh, boy, you really have to kind of think that through depending yeah. on what team you're going up against. You really and, do. And if he's thrown the day before, I mean, there's all sorts of things that, that need to go in it along with how, how good a defensive player he is, because with him in left
2: field, you're a much better defensive yeah, team. Absolutely. Now Keaton's a really good left fielder, yeah. but, uh, Mitch is able to cover a little bit more ground, um, just because a little quicker, but, uh, yeah, and we actually have a little cheat sheet, a DH cheat sheet, the do's and don'ts as a DH to kind of help us determine. The pitch is in the dirt, and they try
1: to pick Kringlin off at first base. Bad throw, and Keaton will move to uh, second base on the bad throw by the catcher, Joey Bataglia, as he bounced it in there to the first baseman who wasn't able to love it. And the Cougars with another... Runner in scoring position, second error of the ball game
2: by Niagara. Yeah, so that little cheat, uh, the little cheat sheet I was telling you about, Brent, has every possible scenario that you can use the DH as far as bringing him into the game and substitutions. And would,
1: it, would you make me a copy? How big is that? Make me it's, a copy it's only of that. About, I would uh, love it's to half, have that. Yeah,
2: it's a half size page. I'll, I'll make you a copy because yeah, it's be nice to, to know what you're allowed to do. Two and all the count. McIntyre takes that one outside, ball three. And a lot of times what Coach Little will do is he'll take that sheet up to the home plate umpire and say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And by rule, it says that you can do this. Are you okay with that? that just to make sure, the, make sure the umpire knows, okay, yeah, we're good. Because there's so many exotic, cool things that you can do with the DH. Three balls and no strikes.
1: a fastball just caught the outside corner. At,
2: uh... And the guy the guy that got us going on that was Colton Shaver when we had to throw him in that Portland series because we ran into pitching uh, really kind of turned our eyes okay we got to be able to use this more often and so he was the guy that kind of got our, our mindset to, to using that DH differently
1: 3-1 pitch down low I remember the Stanford kid I think he was our left fielder Yeah. and that man they would he would bring him in in a closing situation and, and he was lights out so the Cougars, first two runners on here in the fifth inning trying to add to their 7-2 to two lead. And D.J. McNew, young man's one for two on the day, but a couple of big RBIs after McIntyre's second walk of the ball game. And Mc- first pitch to McNew is down low, ball one. Now, McNew, you said he had ACL. Has he completely
2: recovered from that? 100% yeah, he go? is. He's he's 100% ready to go. And uh, every day he gets a little bit faster. He was healthy. He he practiced every day this fall. So he, he got cleared about the end of July this summer. one one zero pitch to D.J. McNew.
1: And that is outside for ball two. Abraham Valdez is on deck. He's singled and been on by way of an error. So he's had a productive day as a starting catcher for the Cougars. And now we have coach heading out. This isn't the head coach. This might be the pitching coach heading out to talk to his young freshman. Talk to me a little. You know, we talked a little about McNew, kind of his uh, how in- interesting story about how he got here. Um he must have pretty good speed also as a, as a shortstop in, in the J.C. ball.
2: Yeah, you know he's, he's not the fastest guy, but he's quick, right? He's got quick feet. He has range. And uh, he's actually a, a pretty headsy base runner. He made a couple mistakes this last weekend, but uh, just kind of outside of himself. But uh, gets good jumps and uh, can steal some bases. He's not the, the prototypical base stealer, but, you know, he's got pretty good speed and, and good range and, and good feet. So McNood will
1: step back in there.
2: I'll tell you right now, if he gets a fastball right here, Brent, he's going to swing extremely hard. He does not get cheated in these counts.
1: Cal Thiel's pitch is, uh, boy, just on the outside corner. Good pitch and a, a good pitch to lay off by McNood.
2: Yeah, you, you got to take that pitch 2-0. That, that's a pitch that you can only roll over.
1: Yeah, couldn't have done much there. Two and one. McNew right-handed hitter. And here is Thiel's pitch. McNew a swing and a miss at an off speed. I think he'd looking fastball there. And got fooled a little bit.
2: Yeah, a good little downward action with that pitch.
1: Sun out brightly here in Provo today. Still a little cool, but Good day for baseball. McNew again fooled on that pitch. A little check swing went around for strike three. One man out, and Valdez steps in. Valdez uh, singled in the third and tried to sacrifice with a bunt his last him up and a bad throw to first base. He was able to get on and score a run. And the pitch that gets away from the catcher, runners will move into scoring position now. Kringlin and McIntyre now at second and third base. And Valdez, a chance to pick up his first RBIs of the season here in this at-bat. Valdez, 5'11", 185-pound junior, J.C. transfer out of Southwestern, J.C. down in the San Diego area. Another little check swing, and he went around for a strike.
2: That's two back-to-back swings by the Cougs there with D.J. striking out on like a little check swing, and, and Valdez first pitch swinging on his check swing. Must not be seeing it real well on that ball running away. Carson Matthews,
1: Cougar starting shortstop, is on deck. Niagara has brought the infield in here, down by five runs here in the fifth inning, trying to prevent any more scoring, and really opens up a great opportunity for Valdez. Hit the ball hard, somewhere. There's a there's a munt and a uh, run scores. Here comes one, and another I love one. I it. The Cougars are going to score two. I love it. Great call by Mike Littlewood What is he Valdez put it down. Pitcher came up, throw to first. By the time. First baseman gathered it in.
2: Two Cougar runners scored, and they allowed only nine to two. Yeah, great bunt by Valdez. And Keaton scores easy. And, and Mitch was just, he's, he was still on the pitch to third and had a great read on the throw. And just, and coach just kept sending him a little two RBI squeeze bunt right there. I'm Fantastic sure Coach job. Littlewood
1: told him, communicated yeah. somehow, hey. We're going to try to score you, so watch me. And, boy, he uh, he scored easily. Pitches just outside ball
2: one. Well, it's a play that, uh, they, that, that they work on and very well executed right there by Valdez and McIntyre to get the right read.
1: One ball, no strikes. Two men out, two runs in, and Matthews lines one foul down the third baseline. Coach Littlewood talking about Matthews says he still has a tendency to maybe get out on that front foot a little bit. As a lot of freshmen do, you know, they're not used to facing a little better pitchers. and Anxious. Pops it up. Third baseman coming over in uh, foul territory. Will make the catch for the out. Cougars score two. They get those two runs on one base hit. No errors, and nobody left on base, and we are through five complete now. 9-2, Cougars leading the Purple Eagles on your W.TV, New Skin, BYU Sports
0: Network. This is BYU Baseball on the New Skin, BYU Sports Network. New pitcher
1: for BYU, Aiden Callahan, five. 225-pound right-hander out of Everett Community College. Callahan out of Boise, Idaho. So Callahan, the fourth Cougar brought into the ball game here today. 7.71 earned run average will be his fourth appearance. All in relief. He's throwing two innings, giving up three hits, two runs. Both those runs have been earned. Has three strikeouts. And we'll get rebranded We'll get a little scouting
2: report on Aiden Callahan from a guy that knows him
1: pretty well. Uh, Talking Slade here.
2: Yeah, he's a kid who uh, from Idaho came in trying to make the team this fall and just was so impressive, a great teammate, good arm, 89-91 mile an hour fastball, can run it up to 92, has a wipeout slider, can be a little bit erratic sometimes. Like his last outing, he went... Strikeout, strikeout, and then he hit two guys, and that's how he ends up giving up runs. So when he's in the zone, he's a guy that uh, can really help us out. There's a little
1: looper on the first pitch off the bat of Peter Patagly into right field for a base hit, kind of a little bit of an inside-out swing right there, and Patagly got it just high enough to get it over Sue's head at first base for a leadoff single.
2: Yeah, it was a good pitch. Fastball at 90 miles an hour in on the hands, and he just got enough of it to to muscle it up into shallow right field. Michael Gabriel now steps in. He
1: has singled and grounded out. As Callahan, the right-hander. Next pitches outside for a ball. Want to know the count? West Coast Conference again. Very fine baseball conference. And again, a lot of good teams. It will be a dogfight, as it is every year. Ball hit right back to Callahan. No, off Callahan's love out to McNew, who made a good play. Boy, McNew, quick as a cat, came in and got that ball off Callahan's love and made the throw. Got the runner at first base. If Callahan had been able to love that ball, I think they would have been able to turn two with a couple of good throws.
2: Yeah, and and if Callahan might have just let that go, I think it would have been right too. Uh, McNew up the middle to touch on the bag and throw across, So, but you can't blame a pitcher for trying to make a play.
1: 1-4-3 on the put out there and that will bring up uh, Giordano. And the first pitch is over for a call strike. I thought Giordano would be out of the Chicago area. If you ever had a Giordano's pizza, there's nothing better in the world than Chicago.
2: It is delicious.
1: No balls on this strike. There's the pitch, and that's up a little bit high for a ball. Cougars leading 9-2. Cougars nine runs on seven hits. Niagara led this one 2 to nothing. They have two runs on five hits. Cougars one in the third, six in the fourth, and two more in the fifth. Good fastball on the outside corner for a strike, one and two is the count. Day just keeps getting better and better weather-wise here in Provo. As um, fans here in Provo attending this, uh, the the bonus game this year. There's a ball hit into center field, base hit, Jelic up with it. Danny is going to try to throw, oh boy, good throw. But it uh, bounced off Valdez, a run does score. So that'll be a single by Giordano and a base hit. And Niagara with their third run of the
2: ballgame. Yeah, line drive right back up the middle. and Jellich threw a pretty good ball to the plate, just a little up the line. Valdez tried to catch and tag, and it snuck out of his glove, and because of it, the guy advances to second. That'll
1: bring up uh, Joss Marchese. He's 0 for 2, a couple of ground outs. First pitch line, drive off the glove of Jackson Clough. That's going to score another run. So three hits in the inning by Niagara off of Aiden Callahan.
2: Yeah, good swing right there.
1: A little bit inside-out swing there by the big left-handed hitter. And Clough almost made an unbelievable play, but just glanced off his glove. And that will bring up uh, Pataglia. He's 0 for 2 today. Pitch is uh, down low, ball one. Pataglia does not have a hit this year. He's 0 for 2 today slightly open stance to plate and that ball is fouled straight back
2: yeah I really feel for Aiden right now he's put together some good pitches but uh, Naggar's done a really good job of putting some good swings on it and and getting some success this inning
1: (laughs) ball and a strike to Bataguli the freshman and the pitch is up high and tight for ball two. Boy, it's interesting is springtime baseball and the college world, the, the northern schools, oh, they're going to have a pinch runner now. Is it number four? Yeah, it is. Number four for Niagara, that is uh, Alex Zulia, Z-U-L-I-A. Freshman out of North Tonawanda, New York.
2: And he'll come in and uh, pinch run. Kind of a weird time to do that. There's already been three pitches to this batter. Kind of, I don't see that very often. Here
1: is the 2-1 pitch. Swing and a miss. Two balls and two strikes. Cougars are at home this weekend against Gonzaga. Thursday at six, Friday at six, Saturday at one. Should be a great three-game series. That ball's fouled off. Cougars, uh, never forget that uh, big couple of years ago. Cougars went to Gonzaga, just having to needing to win one game to win the championship outright and got swept in spokane it's
2: like the worst feeling i've ever had to experience <laughs> in baseball and then that the, weekend and
1: then the next weekend it was just the exact opposite as the cougars went into the conference tournament and just yeah uh won a double header from gonzaga and on the final day had to win two and they
2: they just blew the the doors off the zags in that double from the lowest to low to the highest to high is that back-to-back weekend Here's 2-2 pitch, up a little bit high for ball three. Win
1: it, win it, baby. Cougars starting to get a little bit of activity down in the pen. Looks like it's Easton Walker down there throwing. You've said when we started, kind of a uh, staff day for the Cougars with those big three games this weekend. Want to get some guys some work in, but not throw too much. Pitch is up high, ball four. So three hits and a walk in the inning. And that will bring Marty Cole to the plate, but uh, not before Coach Mike Littlewood comes out. We're going to have a pitching change. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with more Grigger Baseball action right after this on your BYU Baseball Radio Network.
0: This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton.
1: Easton Walker, new pitcher for the Cougars. You mentioned, you know, Aiden Callahan, kind of a tough luck. Uh, I mean, he walked the guy, but the the two hits, he he gave up three hits. Two of those hits were off guys' gloves, you know, so uh, a little bit of a tough luck outing for him. But uh, Easton Walker now brought in. Easton uh, has been good so far here early in the season as he will take over.
2: Yeah, Easton's been fantastic to start this season. Just a guy that can pitch in the middle of the game, at the end of the game, to start a game. Whatever you need him to do, he's just a guy that goes in and just puts up zeros.
1: Easton walking. Uh, Walker, uh, uh, tremendous. Uh, ERA of zero. This will be his eighth appearance. All in relief. He's thrown 15 innings, given up six hits. Only one run. That run... Was not earned, two walks, nine strike. That's opponents only hitting 120 off the right-hander, Easton Walker. Easton, the uh, sophomore at a Pleasant Grove High School here in Utah Valley. And the first pitch, there's a base hit into left field. Kringlin up with it, and they'll hold the runner at third base, so they're going to be bases loaded now as uh, Niagara really battling back here. In the uh, top of the six, they've scored two. They've got bases loaded, one man out. And Darian Blanks, the number nine hitter, coming to the plate.
2: Yeah, Niagara's doing a really good job this inning and just putting balls in play, and they're finding holes. And uh, here they are now with uh, a little bit of an inning going here. This is what I saw yesterday against Utah. They scored a bunch of runs late where they never quit. This team is a competitive team that, that wants to f- try to find a way to get their second win.
1: Blanks has been hit by a pitch. He's also single in the ballgame, and the first pitch from Walker is over for a strike.
2: And Blanks is a kid who can really run, so doubling him off, it's going to have to be the perfect storm. The ball has to be hit perfectly and at the right speed to double him up because he's just really, really quick. You saw his speed on the second run they scored in the game when he went first to third.
1: Well, Look at Clough, but even with the bag at third base, that's the respect for the speed they have of Blanks. And here's the 0-1. That's uh, over for a call strike, too. Boy, isn't it interesting? Our umpire Mike Reimer has changed his entire uh, strike call. Now he's taking a step back and, hmm. and making the call. First inning, it was one just little quick chug uh, in front of him, and now he's uh, a little more delayed. Maybe he's getting a little cooler out there. Maybe. Maybe. Here's the 0-2. Popped up shallow left field kringlin coming in matthews coming out now kringlin no tag calling everybody off and nobody able to tag ball hit not deep enough good job by walker to get that second out now the top of the order dawson bailey who is two for three on the day will step in yes
2: yeah, this is a big out right here brent you minimize this just to two runs and that's a win for this inning because, you know, you get another hit here, and all of a sudden it's a 9-6 to six ball game, and we're back to a, a close game. Bailey steps in.
1: Average now at 2.05 on the year. Open stance to plate, hitting from the right side. Cougars now back defensively in the infield. And here is Walker's first pitch, and that is paints the outside corner for a strike. Cougars pretty much played straight up defensively the entire game. You're you're seeing a game that's, uh, there's so much shifting going on defensively. Cougars are really not, they saw Niagara play once yesterday, but they're just pretty much playing them straight up. 0-1. Pop Jelic in center field going back. Danny makes the catch for the out for and uh, Easton Walker comes in, does a great job for the Cougars to snuff out that rally. Two runs in the inning. They get those two runs on four base hits there were no errors. Three big runners left on. We're through five and a half. Nine-four Cougars over Niagara on your W.TV New skin BYU Sports Network.
0: This is BYU Baseball on the NewSkin BYU Sports Network.
1: Go to the bottom of the sixth. Cougars leading 9-4. to And uh, Danny Jelilich will lead things off for BYU. Danny is struck out, grounded out, and doubled in a run. One for three on the day for Jelilich, who's average right now sitting at 292 for the
2: sophomore. Probably a hit or two away from 300. He's been climbing like crazy the last couple weeks. Jellich out of
1: Bonita High School in Laverne, California. Played his freshman year. Got hit by a pitch right there on the first one he saw from uh, James Walker, who's a new pitcher. He's not anywhere showing on any stats, so it must have been his uh, first outing. That was his
2: first pitch of the year right there. That's (laughs) not not a good
1: thing. Not a great start. See the replay right there. Jellich just kind of... But with that little arm guard, you're not too uh, worried about keeping that out there, and that's exactly what Jelich did, even though the ball was really riding in hard on him. So Danny, with a runner at first, is the runner at first base, and wouldn't be surprised to see him go. Although they haven't really had enough of an opportunity to see Walker and how quick he is to the plate. Might not matter with Jelich at first base. And the first pitch to
2: Brian Sue is a curveball that's down low. Ball one. That's the thing about this game, Brent. It's a hey, just go out and play type game. There's no scouting report as far as tendencies, and I mean, we we spend days putting together scouting reports for teams, and we only had 26 hours, so it's just go out there and play. Here's a one-zero pitch. There goes Jelich,
1: and he's going to pick up an easy stolen base. And that ball gets into center field, and Danny's going to move to third base. So that'll be a stolen base, and then an error moves him on to third base. Errors on the catcher Joey Pataglia as he's had a hard time getting the ball up and bounced a couple out there toward the bag and his middle infielder is not really picking him up and able to make any plays out there.
2: So E2. And it looks like it'll be a 2-0 count. That was a ball.
1: Here's the pitch to Sue and that ball grounded weakly down to the third baseman. He's got it and he'll Throw Brian out for out number one. Right, Jevlich with two steals on the day now has uh, four on the air. And that uh, total is surely to climb. As Brock Hill steps in our uh, RBI opportunity. Brock, eight RBIs on the air. This kid's been an RBI machine throughout his career here for the Cougars, and the first pitch is over for a call strike one.
2: You got the corners playing a little bit in, middle's playing back, so just a ground ball to short will go ahead and get you another RBI here. Looking to see Brock drive a ball here, get him going.
1: Here's the 0-1. Hale takes that one inside for a ball. On his career, Brock Hale coming into the season, 489 at-bats, 120 runs, 102 RBIs, 358 average for Hale out of uh, Mesa, Arizona. That pitch inside, and boy, if that got him on the hand, I hope he's okay could not tell. I'd like to see a replay there but that, that, sc- that is scary when you see a ball come in on a on a hitter like that and we're seeing the replay right now in the W. Boy oh, just got just the got, edge of his elbow yeah. guard. He lucked out there. He really did. So two hit batters in the inning they're the base runners on first and third and Clough steps in. Clough leads the RBI lead, has the RBI lead for the Cougars with 18 on the year. He is uh, 0 for 2 on the day, has walked, and has scored a run. Clough batting from the left side, steps in against uh, James Walker. Quick throw to first, back in safely as Hale.
2: This is where Clough has been so good this year in these situations of less than two runner on third, just finding a way to get a run in.
1: Walker looks in, here's the pitch. That's way high and outside for a ball. Jackson Clough, the sophomore out of Meridian. Idaho. Is off to a tremendous start here for the Cougars, who are eleven and three. They've won nine of their last ten, five in a row. And ahead here nine to four, looking to add some more runs. Pitch to Clough is over for a strike.
2: Yeah, good breaking ball right there. It's always tough when you come into a game and you've never seen the guys breaking ball before.
1: One ball, one strike, one out. Another throw to first, and again, Brock Hill back into the bag safely. off again from the left side. Steps back into the box. And here's the 1-1. One, one. Pops it up. Foul out of play. Over the Cougar dugout down the third base side. This game was literally put together yesterday here. Got to give a lot of props to the radio
2: crew and the TV crew for being able to put this together on such short notice for all the fans. is fantastic. And it's we did it so that you could get a preseason game in before the season. I I appreciate that, everybody.
1: Fighting to do it. Appreciate it very much. Clough, uh, his career average is at BYU. He's had 121 at-bats, scored 29 times, 28 RBIs, as he's back now for his second full season after uh, Returning from mission service. Another throw to first base. And again, uh, Brock Hale back in safely.
2: Really trying to keep the double play in order. So they're doing a t- ton of work over there picking off to keep uh, Brock from taking off.
1: 1-2. That pitch hit him. Boy, came in and hit him. So James Walker is... Hit three batters in the inning. He might be approaching uh, some kind of record. Got him right in the back of the leg. He's hit Jellich, Hale, and now he hits Jackson Clough. Base is loaded for Kringlin. Keaton, two for three on the day. He's got his average up over 300 now, hitting at 314. He scored a couple of times for the Cougars and the pitch to Kringland, and that's down low for ball one. Cougars looking to pick up at least those two that they gave up in the top half of the inning here in the sixth. And the pitch to Kringlin is outside for ball two.
2: What does it say that Keaton's career average is?
1: You know, I don't have that on my sheet. Find that out.
2: I mean, all he does is hit 300.
1: Yeah. 2-0 and the count to Kringlin. Pitch is outside again, ball three. And boy, when you can't throw strikes, the umpire's not going to give you any kind of any kind of break. Both those pitches were close to being strikes. And the count now, 3-0 and oh, to Kringlin with uh, McIntyre on deck. Kringlin hammers one. Center fielder goes over a couple steps, makes the play, but Kringlin will pick up the RBI on the sacrifice fly.
2: Yeah, it's a good swing right there. Really good swing by Keaton to, to drive in that run. So it says that his career average is three twenty four. Pretty good hitter right there, Brent.
1: Yeah, keep playing his senior year here for the Cougars. And McIntyre will step in. Mitch has uh, grounded out, walked twice. He has scored two times. Now he's got Hale and Clough on base for him. And the first pitch is outside ball one. Cougars now leading 10-4. to four. Cougars will take tomorrow off. And then uh, back Thursday for the Bulldogs from Gonzaga. Six o'clock game here in Provo. pitches over for a strike and boy when you look at the schedule you know you look back months ago i thought man it's tough to to start with gonzaga who was a preseason pick but hey you know what got to play him let's the one, the let's one benefit on. the one
2: benefit that you might have this early is they've been on the road every single weekend and you, you, it, it starts to wear on you a little bit but boy that team's coming in with a pitching staff that's really good and some really clutch hitters.
1: It's Lega Ema, a- right? Yeah, Lega Ema.
2: I'll tell you, the kid, one of the best pitchers in college baseball. He really is. He was drafted in the 10th or 12th round last year, and I was I was texting their pitching coach during draft day, and I was like, he's going to sign, right? He's signing, right? Because their, their, big, their big horse got drafted as well, Baez. Right. Baez or B's or however you but, said yeah, it. Yeah, B-A-E-Z. Uh, right. But, uh I was like, he's going to sign, right? I was like, ah, we're t- I don't think so. And I'm like, oh, no, he needs to sign. He needs to sign because that guy's really good. Did signed. sign? Well, Bees did, but I was talking yeah. about Legamina. Yeah, right. and I was like, yeah. Right. I don't think he's going to get the number he wants. So that'll be a good matchup, him versus Wood.
1: One ball, two strikes. Way inside. Wild pitch back to the screen. Almost hit McIntyre. Was able to just get out of the way of that pitch.
2: I don't know how that didn't hit him there, Brent.
1: Yeah, it was... <laughs> coming right at him and he just just missed him that might have been a record he's already hit three batters here in the inning so McIntyre climbs back in there two balls and two strikes and the pitch that's inside for ball three
2: Oh, fun time to hit if you're Mitch here. Two guys on, two outs. Make it hurt.
1: Ball fouled up and out of play. Coach Littlewood has uh, referenced he loves the attitude of this team and, and deep. Three or four guys deep on that uh, dugout that I know he feel has a lot of confidence in. And
2: Yeah, we have a couple of really, really good players on the bench that could be starting for a lot of programs and you know, and have had a, had some opportunities, but some young, good talent, some veteran leadership and talent. It's a really good ball club that uh I really enjoying playing the game and they're playing hard right now. It's all you can ask for.
1: 3 2 pits. That's outside
2: for a ball. So,
1: again, bases loaded for the Cougars and that will bring up McNew to the plate. Third
2: walk. To Mac- McIntyre in the ballgame. And that's the one thing about Mitch Brent, is that, you know, his average is only in the, the mid twos, but he's close to leading our team in on-base percentage because he has a ton of walks this year. Doing a good job of just finding a way to get on base.
1: DJ, a couple of RBIs in the ballgame. He is one for three. And there is a curve ball that drops in inside corner for a strike. Cougars after uh, Gonzaga, they'll have Portland coming into Provo. So very important for BYU to get off to a good start in conference season. And they might be able to do that at home. Ball hit pretty well. Right fielder going back on the track. Makes the catch for the out. And the Cougars are retired. They did get one run. There were no hits in the inning. No errors. Three runners left. We are through. Six complete BYU over Niagara on your W.TV New Skin BYU Sports Network.